Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Zoopcast, episode 16. As usual, I'm joined by Adam and Josh, and this is this is kind of a post-game show, I guess yeah. you could say. We're recording right after the Minnesota Wild game, and my we, god. We, I mean, Josh said this. We, we have, like, a chat, obviously, like, the podcast you know, group chat, and Josh is like, do we want to wait for <laughs> a little more? <laughs> we, could, we could gather our thoughts a little bit, but I... I kind of think it's good that we're doing it right after. It's a pure, it's I a agree. pure kind of react. We're fresh. We see, we we saw, we all saw what happened. Every everything that happened. I we all watched the whole game. Um, but yeah, I think we'll get to that. A couple things happened though before this this game that we that we've just we've just seen and that we're recording after. Um, since we're on a road trip here, and started in Dallas, which went rather swimmingly actually. I was uh. Yeah. That was a pretty good win for them. They, I believe, what was what was the what was the final score? Like three, three, two. No, no, no. It wasn't it. I believe Gustafson only gave up one goal. That was yeah, yeah. It was four one, wasn't it? Four one. Oh yeah. No, don't listen to me. I was streaming it at the Red Blacks game. It was four <laughs> one off yeah. the off the Telus Wi-Fi. Of course. It was four one, but after the first half of the game, it was really all Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of just Philip Gustafson versus the Stars. Our, our best goalie against auto, against Dallas. Yep. I was I was watching the Dallas broadcast of that game on a stream. And they couldn't stop, yeah. And the Dallas commentators, it was cr- like they were like every whistle. It was like this Gustafson guy, like man, unreal. Like what a game he's having, game of his life. Like what a player for Ottawa. Like the it's I find it funny how every single person, even the opposition commentators, know how good he is, yep. and. It's the only people who don't are the guys running his team, which is is a little bit funny. Um, but I mean, listen, like the, uh, uh, Matt Murray is, you know, b- before he got injured in that game, I thought he played well. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about Chicago in a sec here, but mm. like I was willing to give him the time of day. But the the point it should be very easy, right? Like the point should be you want to do you want to ice the best lineup to win the game every time, right? Like the yep. money doesn't matter what contract they're on, doesn't matter, like anything doesn't matter. It should be play the goalie who is going to give you the best chance to win every single time. And it is Philip Gustafson every single time. Without like a it, doubt. It, so we talked about this before, like, oh, maybe the sample size is too small. Like when does it, like, wh- when can you stop saying that? He's unreal. Like every game in, he's the oh every game that he plays, he's the only reason it's close or that they win. Seriously, like yeah. if it's any other goalie, most like ninety percent of the time, it's it's not close. Um, I saw I saw somebody say um I didn't double check, but I'm, I'm assuming it's true that uh, he's now had like or gathered basically sixteen out of a possible twenty yeah, points in the game. Yeah, yes, starts. Sorry, which is nuts. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. it's a crazy number, and the Sens like ever since, really ever ever since Anderson has, le- or ever since like after the 2017 run, 
they have not had a goalie. Like, they haven't really had a goalie. Like, they've had a, a, they've had goalies. From stopgaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, none of which have been really good. And then you finally, this guy comes along, and he's perfect. Like, he's right in front of you. He's on your team. You have him. You just play him all the time. You can do that. It's allowed. And they, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, Two-way point, contracts. Ugh. Well, listen, man. Like, they, I, I think it's, well, just still, like, who cares? You're allowed to play him. Yep. He should play every night. He's the, he gives he's your best. Forsberg's familiar with waivers. You could you could just put him back down sure. there if, if you have to. Well, they're carrying they're carrying three goalies right now, right? Yeah. Yes. So just a question of like, are you trying to get another skater on there, especially if they go on a longer road trip soon? I mean, they're playing 15 games in 27 days. Like, you probably don't need three goalies for that, but you probably do need an extra skater mm-hmm. to yeah, rotate yeah. on the fourth line. Well, they they put Sabrin on waivers yesterday he cleared obviously. yeah he cleared yeah mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm interested to see if they are still looking at trades i have to assume they're still i, I hope they're well, still pinto should be trades. back soon no Based yeah on the i think so i haven't heard anything about him last but it should be like what was it it was like two to three weeks they said or for who yeah. more? i don't know pinto? Pinto. well they so they just had their his post game dj smith just had his post game he says he has no update on the status of center Shane Pinto. He certainly won't play Thursday. Is the last uh, last thing he said. Hmm. So I don't know what that means, <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll see. I I still think. I mean, if you want to talk about what they really need, is is they need a help. They need some help. On oh me. my god! Like, so okay. So let's let's move along here in the in the chronological order of Sens games that have happened. Dallas, it's good. Gustafson's great. Sends win, everyone's happy. And sh- who's the player? Gall- Gallimore, the the Cowboys. That was uh, great. That was hilarious. Eh? That it was really funny. He was at the game. It's the Dallas Cowboys. What does he play? Defensive line, offensive line. No clue. I, I, what, he, I, he plays a position for the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL, and he's just from Ottawa. So he's at the game. He's never been been to a hockey game before. And he's wearing a Santa's jersey because that's his hometown team. But it's in Dallas, and the 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 arena operating staff like notices him like oh that's a cowboys player wearing a sense jersey and they give him a, a stars jersey and then everyone's like oh you got to put it on and he's like i don't want to put it on and then he's got to do he did the end up doing this thing near the end where he's got like half of the jersey on for each team it was like, yeah kind of funny and, they, and, and then, then the they, stars jersey's migrating into a scarf later on into the game yeah and then... yeah exactly and they just the sense released a break it's called breakaway right yes series breakaway, by, breakaway bell. by bell episode where Gallimore's in the uh goes down and meets the sense which i thought was pretty funny we got the great cool. uh, kachuk wearing the bike helmet and <laughs> yeah that's funny eh he's got the and the and the, the shades yeah the mini cool shades. shades god it was a funny picture too oh, it was great. Gallimore with kachuk <laughs> who was it? kachuk like holden Hold, or was it, no, no, Josh no, Brown, Josh Brown. Yes. No, but who was someone else Shabbat. besides Kachuk? Shabbat. Yeah, Kachuk, yeah. Shabbat, and Josh Brown. <laughs> like, wow, what a weird. Like, what, what is he doing there? <laughs> that's like, he does the weirdest. I don't know, maybe he's a big football fan. Um, but I thought that was, that was quite funny. Anyway, so good, great, great vibes in Dallas, clearly. Right? From the, from the guys. Oh, yeah, we were right really high. Good. That was our, like, and for a little bit, that was like technically our one game in like a full one week span. Yeah. So it was there. They were three and four. Everything was great. They then Ugh. made the they made the uh, the flight to Chicago, and before this game, like 
I, I, everyone knew this game was coming on the, on the schedule, right? Like, it's Chicago. It's, like, with everything that's happening, like, you, you gotta look at when you're playing them. And I did not have a good feeling about this game. Oh. They haven't won in that. They, they said it on the broadcast, like, right before the game started. They were like, yeah, the Sens, uh, haven't won in this building in, like, six years or something. <laughs> or, like, eight of their last nine they've lost. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a good omen to start the day. Chicago was, at the time winless they hadn't won they had like mm-hmm. gotten off to like people were saying it was like the worst start ever for a team like, well from- to be fair they had they broke the record for the longest or for the most minutes the most consecutive minutes to start a season without holding a lead yeah exactly that's pretty fuck that's pretty bad horrible like, that's not good yeah and and then here come the mighty mighty sends in the town and chicago just destroys ottawa like it was never even really close. The vibes have never been darker. That oh my lovely. god, the, that was that was a bad bad night for so many reasons. We could go through them. It was bad. Like I I was do. procrastinating to do some of my own work too, so I knew I was gonna have to stay up like past this. Like why am I still watching this game? I'm just hating I, I, myself watching this. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about? We just talked about Gustafson. Matt Murray started that game, which a lot of people were not totally cool with because, like, Gustafson just had the game. Like, I don't even know if it's the game of his life. Every game is like that. But he played really well against Dallas. Yep. And, you you know, normally it's not a back-to-back. You'd, you'd ride for your hot goalie there. Yeah, I probably. think what they were thinking – I mean, to be fair, if you're, if you're thinking about it, you play your worst goalie against the lesser team and then you play your good goalie well, against the better team. Well, I don't think team. the Sens no, I know, I know. But yeah. if if you look at it that way, then it kind of possibly makes sense. But I I think if you're the Sens, you need to secure all the points yep. that you could possibly get. So you play, and also you you should play your best goalie every time. Honestly, like uh, if it's a back to back, I I I don't know. You, Gustafson, I believe should have played. Anyway, Murray plays, gives up five, a few of which were not great. Let's be honest. Oh my god, there some was... of them were in his fault. There was Someone one of them well. that, like, that, which, I don't remember which goal number it was, but that would have gotten, Four. whoever scored, that would have gotten them the Slowpoke Rocket League medal. That just took so <laughs> long yeah. to get into yeah. the net, and Murray just looked at it, decided no, Yep. and it went they in. They gave up. I, I, I made a very, so, so, someone on my, on the, on Twitter today, I forget who it was, like, right after the game. They were complimenting Gustafson, and they were like, he battled so hard even after letting up four goals, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that's... I made a, I made an, I, I, I kind of made a connection in my head. Like I was thinking, okay, Murray, in the Chicago game was like, it kind of funny how it was the exact opposite. Like he played okay in the, like he didn't play terrible in the first. Like those first couple goals weren't really his fault, yeah. but then he just gave up. Like he, he's like. He's like, screw it, we lost. And, and he let in a few softies thereafter, and then the game's way out of hand. It's One of those Kane third. goals right under his blocker was just yeah. unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Like, I think that's a huge difference for me when you look at the goalies. Like, Gustafson today let in, what was it, three three goals in the first period. And none of those One were of them really was like, all of his we, fault either. Yeah, like, one of them deflected off of, like, Delzato's elbow yeah. 20 feet in the air and then went in. And then there's the one where it like went off 
who scored that one? Was it Sturm? Where it went off the skate? Sturm yeah, scored when Zaitsev cross-checked him down to the ice instead of yes. actually boxing yes. him out. Yeah, left yes. him right alone with the puck. He actually cross-checked him like forwards into an area where he could easily put the puck in. Basically, <laughs> just helping him out. There's a screenshot from like three seconds before where everyone's in the zone. The the Wild literally have two players right on top of the crease, and Nikita Zaitsev's like six feet out. He just like gliding back to cover the front of the net, and it required him like cross checking Sturm, and then it resulted in the goal against. That was the third goal. Yeah, yeah, but I mean back, yeah, back to Murray Gustafson thing for a sec though, because I feel like we're, <laughs> we'll like, get to like, the defenseman. <laughs> we'll get to the defenseman. The defenseman will take up the ball for this episode. Yes, but I want to give Gustafson the due diligence here. Like he, I don't really. I would love to be a fly on the wall in like coaches meetings for the lineup decisions for goalies i really i i, I really would like to because because dj smith after the i think it was after the dallas game said it was like a quote it was like our best goalie will play like if, he's been saying that since preseason he's been saying that since preseason so they do it skaters too but yeah it, it doesn't apply to guys who make a lot of money basically uh, exactly that's what i like yeah yeah exactly. Zaitsev, murray Right, even Brown doesn't have a big contract, but like, right, like I think it only applies to young guys. Yeah, but Josh Brown captain DJ's team to the Memorial Cup, so he's exempt from everything. Yeah, Josh Brown's a big DJ guy, but I mean, like, I just don't get it because you're you're paying them either way. It's not like the money yeah. suddenly becomes better spent if they're playing. It's actually probably worse spent if they're playing yeah. because they're making a negative impact. Like, just whatever you made the contract, you can't change it now. Either maybe buy him out or something, or stick him on the bench, let your team win. Honestly, it's insane. I, I like it's just it must be frustrating for Gustafson to hear DJ Smith say the best goalie will play, and then Matt Murray plays and sucks, and then he'll probably he'll probably play this week again. Murray. Here's the thing: Murray had two good games before he got re-injured. Like he did have a he had a 9.36 save percentage before the one game. The he only game. played one game. No, he played in two. Was the other uh, game he got game? injured in the second one. What was his first game? Called? Against New York. That was the first game. That was that not no, the I, only game he played? I think that's the only game he played. Let me check. This, this year? Maybe I, might be thinking preseason, maybe. He has three games played this season. He played against three? San Jose. What? San Jose. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Gave up two goals on we had a shots Chucks and then game one goal. Night, so I completely oh, one goal it. on twenty-three shots against the Rangers and a no decision because Forsberg came in. Um, so what's the third game? Chicago yesterday. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, oh, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So okay, like, he so, actually so, did. He played very well against the Rangers. And yeah. other than other than like the offside goal that got waved off against San Jose, like he was very good against San Jose too. Like I was at that game. He he mm. was. He made a lot of very nice saves, like a couple where the crowd was kind of going crazy. It was like, how did he make yep. that save? And like, I, I kind of see it. It was like, okay, get like, it's a back to back too. So each of them are going to make one start at least. Sure. Right. Yeah. I'm not, not saying, Oh, start Murray. Cause it's the easier team, whatever, but you know, either of them are going to start. I'm glad at least that Gustafson started over Forsberg today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they did. Yep they're maybe leaning towards Gustafson as the backup, maybe a one, a one B between Murray and Gustafson would also be good. Like to a certain extent, I get it. Your budget team that is putting six and a half or 6.25 million to Matt Murray. Like you're going to at least give him some starts until he proves that he really can't play hockey anymore. Like 
that yesterday's game really hit his save percentage is under 900 now mm-hmm. but they're not going to like throw him under the bus that easily like no over that so give it time at least like you hope that over the the, the course of the season Gustafson gets a higher share of starts but at least for now I'm not too upset that it's those two guys splitting it I think the only thing where I draw the line with Murray is that we've I know that we've seen him be good like end of last year for example he was great right like in those last four or five games or whatever it was but yeah the issues with him if you're comparing it to Gustafson is like well Gustafson has been that good if not even better and the reason that Gustafson in my mind is ahead of him is because of the the consistency difference between the two goalies like we've seen the good side of Gustafson and for Murray we've seen the good and the very bad right like he's had some bad games over the over the course of like obviously the Chicago game and and you know games last year as well like I you know Gustafson hasn't had a he has, has he had a bad game yet like seriously, I mean, coming life? in in relief, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, starting. yeah, but in his starts, he's been outstanding, like, yeah. like really good. Yeah, exactly. And I do think Gustafson's the better goalie, but I could, I, I just see why. You know, the the whole preseason, all they were they were coming in, they're like, yeah, Matt Murray, you know, he widened, he got a wider frame, like he's he's coming Is that just in saying hot. He's fatter. Is that just like a nicer way of saying he got fatter? He has a wider frame. <laughs> Well, to be fair, they either said that or he put on a lot of weight. Yeah, he so, put on a lot of yeah, weight, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, right, like, they're trying to see if the goalie they signed to a six, six and a quarter million dollar deal over multiple years is going to be able to at least split time with their, I would say, future goalie in Philip Gustafson. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still super early in the season. Um, I think the bigger debate was, was mostly Forsberg versus Gustafson, which seems to have settled down now. Well, it's interesting, too, because Forsberg, for the first couple of games, he was fantastic, right? Like, he played yeah. in the season over against Toronto. It was unreal. And then he had another good game. I forget. I think it was against Dallas, actually, too, in the when they played them at home. Uh, Gustafson played both against Dallas. What, so what was the other Forsberg game that he played? The with? other one against Toronto? No. Well, he yeah. Only had one, he only had one game above 900 this year. Oh, he had yeah, a 958 right. yeah, in the yeah, season yeah. opener, an 897, and then a 333, two goals on three <laughs> shots versus New York, and then a 750 versus Washington. Yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah, Gustafson at his games. I, I, I do agree that, you know, if you put – I don't think there's any shame in putting him on waivers, like, seriously. I, I mean, who did, what was his, his thing last year on waivers? It went from, like, Winnipeg to like who was the other team like carolina. i think winnipeg carolina. was the last team yeah. before didn't Ottawa. it go it was carolina then winnipeg yeah that's was, what was it. he never played for winnipeg point? maybe yeah but he never played for those teams right yeah. like he played for carolina got passed around on but waivers, he had to and then start Ottawa going through them. the COVID stuff because he kept switching borders yeah it was so stupid it was really strange poor guy oh well back on waivers yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wonder if he'd get claimed but i mean I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I keep coming back to it, but you should always, like, you're supposed to win. You should always play the goalie. That'll give you the best chance to win. And if that's Gustafson, then you should have no shame in playing him. I mean, back-to-back, sure, you split it, whatever. But every other instance, it should be Gustafson until he proves that he's not the number one goalie. Yeah. And I think... I mean, yeah. in terms of playing guys who you think give you the best chance to win, if we're looking at moving on from goalies, moving okay. up to the defensemen... Do you want to talk about the, let's talk about Minnesota game first like to dissect okay and sure. then we can because we we will talk about 
the defenseman. That, that I'm eager to get to this. I have so yeah. much to to <laughs> So, uh, as we said, we were recording this right after the Minnesota Wild game. It's a 5-4, 5-4 overtime loss. And Philip Gustafson was the starting goalie. He let in three goals in the first period, none of which were really his fault. I think the glaring issue of that period was the abhorrent defensive... the game, also. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm trying to... Yeah, okay, sure. We can... Of the game... Actually, the rest of like... the season, if you really want to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> was the was the below-average play of the bottom four defensemen. Um, we'll get to it in more detail, but... They, anyway, three one. They're down after the first period. It was a dreadful period. I was pissed. I was not. Oh, I was, was debating turning off the game. Yeah. And I said, you know what I said? I was like, you know what? Let's just give it a shot here. Second period, fresh slate. Like, get, let's see what they can do. The Sens came out, just like booming. They were going all over the place. They score the weird challenge from. Dean Evison for some reason on a high stick that was definitely not a high stick. They got a power play, they score. Chris Tierney scores off his shoulder because of course Chris Tierney <laughs> scores off his shoulder. That was his 500th game played, by the way. Ugh. Chris Tierney. What Could a way to cap clap. it off, man. Yeah, good for excellent, him. Excellent, excellent. Yep. He scores off a different... So let's do a Chris Tierney body part checklist. Where has he scored? Yeah, we're going to... Shoulder. Shock, yeah, shoulder, foot. Foot. Like, literal stick? kick. Stick. stick. He's got a stick goal. He's got two stick goals, technically. Yeah. So what are we predicting next? I'm thinking head? he's got to have a head goal in there. We did, we, didn't we mention about how with Colin White out, somebody was going to have to take over the header goals? Yeah, exactly. He'll, he'll score a head It'll goal. count. It'll I happen. mean, he literally kicked a goal in already. The refs will see that it's him, and they'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Chris Tierney scores in his 500 game off the shoulder. What he got reviewed and it counted. Minnesota fans weren't too happy, but... Anyway, imagine, yeah, imagine if we extend him because of all this stuff, I would lose my mind. I was watching the yeah. game with my dad today and he was, every time that Chris Tierney did something, okay. He was like, trade him, trade him now. His value is high. <laughs> yeah. Sell high. I mean, Hey, who knows? But God. anyway, he's, he scored. Um, so it's three, three, they scored. And then Chris Tierney made it four, three, and then Minnesota gets one back. That's four, four. The third period was ludicrous it was like well i think you know it was back and forth in a way but it was also like 90 percent yeah in ottawa's zone but, that, but that's like a third period on the second half of a back-to-back against a rested team yeah third exactly period. i mean it doesn't excuse some of the defensive plays that were made in that period yeah by a couple guys who i guess will remain nameless phil gustafson was the only reason that that game was still tied after three he yeah seriously yeah. and and that's great another great performance by him at bouncing back giving up three in the first so close to getting a 900 up. and then just ot happened oh yeah ot oh ot by the way oh. they went to overtime oh. they you know go a couple shifts it's looking oh it's okay like nothing too crazy is going on they put and out then, they put out okay, can I, I just want to mention they put yo, out go, brown go. and paul before... It was a defensive zone draw. It was a defensive yeah, zone draw. Yeah, but come on. I know. I know. Yeah. Stussel <laughs> yeah. and Kachuk hadn't gone. Well, and even yeah. then, they were out for a decent amount of time. Like, yeah. it's not like they were there yeah, for the phase true. off and get off. It's like uh, and they did win the draw, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, and then Nick Paul turned it over. But then I said, "Hey, wait, he does it all. <laughs> he all will also do takeaways." And sure enough, yes. he did it later yes. in the shift. Exactly. <sighs> and then, uh, 
then they rolled out my my favorite trio of overtime, which was Kachuk, lovely Stutzel, perfect, and Uncle Deli on the back end. <laughs> there he is, well, all gracious. But, yeah, let it be known, Arden Zub did not get a shift. Arden Zub did not get a shift in overtime. But let's. let's I thought walk Mete would at least get something before MDZ. Yeah, and OT. Pretty, you would you would think that, wouldn't you? You would think that logically. Oh, we need Brandstrom. But so in Stutzel's got the puck in the offensive zone. Does like a weird half drop pass to Delzato, who misses and then has to retreat. Stutzel's on the back check, gets just muscled off. <laughs> I forget. I don't know who that player was for Minnesota. Is that Fiala? It, was, it was, might have been Fiala. But that was like <laughs> that was pretty sad to watch. <laughs> to be honest, the Stutzel on the back check, and then Michael Delzato. So let's just. I'm gonna give you a little hockey lesson here too. To, about hockey theory and like how you're supposed to play when you are the defenseman on the two-on-one defending a two-on-one you have two options you can take you can go right up take the man or you can take the pass because you give the goalie the other option that's how it works right yeah. and so michael does is defending this two-on-one and he is standing directly in the middle but not in the but not in the middle lane. it's yeah, remarkable yeah. It was Behind in the it. middle, but somehow not in the passing lane. He was just back, get back and back and back. And then he, they made the pass across because, of course, they did. it's wide open. He seemed, like, surprised almost that they made that pass. Like, he was like, oh, they can do that. Shit, crap. And then Gustafson is like, <laughs> Gustafson back there. And he's like, of course they're not making this pass. Like, it's so early for them to make this pass. And then they make the pass because it's so open because Delzato doesn't cover it. And then Kaprizov scores his first of the season by the way first of the season we love getting up first yeah it was great (laughs) addison got his first career nhl goal addison got his first nobody's making a big deal out of that but (sighs) it's because that was the goal that went in off delzato and nobody knew off of his elbow it went in at 14 miles an hour yeah (laughs) so they're saying on the i also had it on the um wild broadcast for a bit and they were like yep first nhl goal 14 miles an hour (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) player puck tracking coming in clutch so now that that is out of the way, I would like to hand the floor over to my good friend Josh Glazer, who will comment on some of the defensive atrocities that we witnessed tonight as the Ottawa Senators played the Minnesota Wild. All right. Uh, I, so I cut, like, I'm just going to pull out some stats, and then we can pull out actual like instances of what happened. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like in, in the last two games, because the last two games haven't been pretty in terms of like shot differentials, um, the pairing the blessed pairing of Shabbat and Zub <laughs> has 64% expected goals. Um, and the other four defensemen, whomever is playing on those nights, yesterday was Holden with the other three and today was Delgado, yeah. has a 29.3% expected goal share. It's quite good. So like there, there's a little divide between those two. Um, and then if we... I, okay, we'll, we'll hold off on the whole season stats for now. But, like, if you just go into look at actual instances of, like, what happened tonight, like, one example is just when Josh Brown's in the corner in the to back behind Gustafson to his right, and there's just nobody around him. And he just backhand, no-look passes right into the crease or into the slot on the tape of, was it Kevin Fiala or Kirill Kaprizov? It was Kaprizov, like one of the one. yeah. yeah. Like, for, for, like, a grade-A chance, like, outstanding chance for Kaprizov. Like, that's a play that if a an, a, a forward makes for the Wild, you're like, wow, that is a crazy good pass. 
because he just has eyes in the back of his head. But Josh Brown's like, yeah, I'm just going to get rid of it for no reason. <laughs> and like Mark Mathot um, was yes. on Twitter and he yeah. was tweeting about stuff. And he's like, why are Zaitsev and Del Zotto in the same corner fighting for the puck <laughs> against each other? <laughs> like, what are they doing? Nobody's shutting down the opposing team. What are you talking about? It's the shutdown yeah. pair at work. And then another instance, I think it was in the end of end of the second, I want to say. Yeah, because they were going the other way. Um, it was Zaitsev and Del Zotto again. They were just taking turns trying to fire it up the left boards to get it out and it was getting blocked by either one of the one of them two a sense forward or a wild forward i think they tried to get it out three or four times just to they were like cycling it in their own end yep. basically and i'm sitting there i'm like every time shabbat and zoo go out on the ice they either get the puck out right away block the rush from hitting the blue line with a perfect right step up right at the blue line and then it's just in the offensive zone the whole time. I, I'm never stressed when those two are out. Yeah. And when the other four are out, it's like Fanuf and CC times two. Oh, right? like times two, more than two. More than two. No, no, in this in the sense that there's Fanuf and CC, but there's two pairs of them. Oh, so whenever I think those guys are on the ice, that, though. Possibly. This is I'd like to read you a stat. Was Harper Cowan ever a pair? No. No, oh. they were never never together. Damn. I'd like to read you a stat. <laughs> All right. According to Natural Stat Trick, great website. Yes. I'm on it right now. I want I want to Me bring too. up another stat after you. <laughs> so someone on Twitter pointed this out. According to Natural Statric, the fantastic pair of Josh Brown and Victor Mete. Or sorry, Victor Mete and Josh Brown, both of them, had a five you want to take a guess here? What was their five v five expected goals for percent? I think I tonight? know this. Wasn't it wasn't it like zero point seven two? Zero point seven two. That is like incomprehensible how bad that number is like it's just like it's generally considered when you have like an on ice share of like 40 percent it's bad like that's considered pretty bad right 40 percent this is less than less than one percent it's like you how do you even describe that to someone who is asking what that means it's that's incredible nuts. that, like, because usually when you see such, like, things close to zero, it's because it's zero and they haven't gotten it's any cut, shot yeah. attempt. But the yeah. fact that they actually got a single attempt off and still had it that low <laughs> and played so many minutes, oh, my God. It's ugh. crazy. I, I'm sorry. Keep going, Josh. I just wanted to, <laughs> Hold on, to get it's that all good. out there. So, yeah, so on the season at five on five, um, Shabbat and Zub together have nine goals for and four goals against when they're on the ice. Um, and the rest of the defensemen have seven goals for and 17 goals against. Just like nice. outstanding. And obviously cool. some of that is goaltending. Like Shabbat, when Shabbat and Zuber are on the ice, they have 95% save percentage. But a lot of that is also because they're not giving up all of these High. crazy good chances. Yeah, exactly. Right? The expected goals against, let me pull out the rates. Expected goals against when those two are on the ice, like on a per 60 basis, are, is under two. So you'd think, okay, if these two guys played 60 minutes together, they shouldn't give up two goals. But when they're not on the ice, it's three. Like, that's an extra goal every 60 minutes, which is crazy that's, when you consider yeah. that Shabbat is not a defensive defenseman. These yeah. other guys, Josh Brown is in Nikita Zaitsev in DJ Smith's mind are defensive-minded defensemen. Because, I, I mean, well, I mean you could say that they are defensive-minded, just that they're not defensively efficient. Yeah. So <laughs> what, I, what I was thinking, especially during the game watching, is Michael so Michael Del Zotto? I'm, I'm picking on him right now. He is 
right? Like we all knew when when he signed, like he's an offensive defenseman. Yes. Right. His yeah. defensive numbers aren't good. His offense is okay. You know who that reminds me of? I'll give you a hint. He plays on the Belleville Senators. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they traded is one of Max their Sons best winners. Yes. How is, <laughs> is he doing? Like, by the way, like he's probably he's alive. on a pair with Brandstrom on the second pair lately. Wow. Um, gotta watch some Belleville. But seriously, like, you have your pro, you, you know, your top prospect. And you sign a guy who does the exact same thing, except offensively and especially on the power play is significantly worse. And is also old. Right. Yeah, like admittedly, Brandstrom has defensive struggles, but Michael Delzato is not nearly as good offensively, nor is he nearly as good on the power play, which Brandstrom excels at. Like he'd be terrific for that second power play unit. I think the differentiator there is just that Branstrom just simply can't compete in the kitchen and in the culinary nope. arts. Like and his house, his house music taste is, <laughs> is so down. It's just not up to par with what they want from their third pair defenseman. And like Jacob Bernard Docker is our second best right-handed defenseman right now in the organization. And Nikita Zaitsev and Josh and Josh Brown are taking up those defensive defense. I'm putting up air quotes right now. I know when you're listening, you can't yeah. hear it. But putting up those defensive minutes when Jacob Bernard Docker is in the AHL scoring goals. By yeah, he got two the other night. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, but it's just, if you declare the rebuild over, you can't still <laughs> be yeah. putting in these useless veterans over the prospects that you spent years to develop. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I saw, I saw a tweet just to touch on that briefly. I saw a tweet today. I forgot who tweeted it. It was like, the Sens... Hired Pierre Maguire, yeah, I signed saw this one too. Michael Delzato, did nothing else, and declared the rebuild over. Like, yeah. what did you think was gonna like? What you think was gonna happen? Are people expecting this to be different? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's not gonna. It's the rebuild is not over. I, I'd like to clarify this for our fans here. I, I I don't understand why DJ Smith didn't see what happened right after the deadline when Coburn and Goodbranson were gone. Yeah, that's and say, ridiculous. wow, we have we have a left side of Shabbat, Mete, and Branstrom, and we're winning almost every single game. How about we bring in Michael Delzato, keep <laughs> playing Josh Brown, who was out of the lineup, I think, for most of those games near the end of the year. No, he was actually in the lineup, I think. Was he? He's okay, I thought he missed. He got injured. He got injured and missed a few at the end. Yeah, and Jacob Bernard Docker played a couple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ole Elsing. Don't forget him. <laughs> yeah, you should bring him back. Unreal. Um. So I, I just don't see how you, you're like, yep, this went really well. You know what we need to do? We need to bring back Goodbranson, but with a bit more offense in Michael Belzato for two years, not just one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, not, that's not a guy you're trading at the deadline. Well, you try. Well, I mean, we did trade Dadnov after one year. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's, it's just, I, I don't get that. And then you justify putting him in over Holden. You just, like, obviously after the Chicago game, you're like, all right, we'll bring in Michael Delzato. Austin Watson comes back. You want fresh legs after that just nightmare of a game. Yeah. But then to take out Nick Holden, who's been literally, pardon the pun here, Adam, because I know you hate these. We found out last game. Who's been literally hold, somewhat holding the bottom four D together. <laughs> it's, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, I knew I'd get boost for that. Um, but yeah, like he's been the only competent guy in the bottom four. Yeah. How do you justify taking him out? Like when you look at his stats with all the other guys, he improves their performance by miles compared to mm-hmm. what they do. Like aside from not playing with them, it's just it, it's really baffling. There, uh, Ian Mendez said 
I'll read the exact tweet. Um, I know there will be some surprise with Holden, but sounds like maybe he could be dealing with a little nagging injury and they want mm-hmm. to avoid a back to back. So there that could sense. like hopefully that's that's fair the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and there was something wrong. Um yeah. I was getting ready to get mad about like, oh, you know what? I guess we'll, he might scratch Matt Tate, then I'll get be mad about that. But that's I was not expecting <laughs> Here, Holden. Here's what here's what I want. I want Shabat Zub and then yep. Brandstrom Holden. And yes. then DJ Smith, you can put whatever two defensemen you want on the third pair, <laughs> but only play them like 12 minutes a night. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Stop making Shabbat carry the entire offensive load when you yep. need a goal. Like, he shouldn't be playing two-thirds of the last five, six minutes because you need a goal. Like, someone else should be able to do that too. I mean, ideally, I'd say the third pair, if, if your second pair is Branstrom and Holden, I'd say your third pair is probably Mete and JBD, right? ideally yeah that's if you can call it yeah but that would require think of who that require benching right like that's a lot of money your two worst defensemen i agree i agree but be (laughs) realistic here yes are you gonna put uh 7.5 million dollars of defensemen in the press box on a team with a that's more than 10 percent of their cap hit in the press box how many years does sites have have like are we almost two Uh, three more i think we include no, this here? No, no, no. Including this, more... it's three. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, two, yeah. Which is still a lot. It's yeah. still a lot. It's not... That's but not think of the so... cap relief that's going to come oh my when God. that thing's I... done. Like, until <laughs> no, we resign it. No, you're not, you're, you're, you're not understanding. He's going to resign, guys. Come on. No. Come on, guys. Let's be... Look at, look at what we're talking about here. He's got an A. He plays... Do you know how much DJ talks about... Has he won an A since Brady has come back? I think he might have. Hmm. He's Sucks. not. He's resigning. Come on. Like, like, like where is he gonna go? I don't like, see it because you gotta think. Okay, like let's look two years from now. You've got Shabbat Zub. You've got Sanderson, Jacob Bernard, Docker, and then you've got right now you have Mete and Brandstrom in the organization. You have Tyler Clevin, who they absolutely love. You have Lassie Thompson. Like, does Lights have actually fit in there? No, I see it like right now, like mm-hmm. with. Uh, like you're not gonna be able to excuse signing Zaitsev and being like, yeah, we just gotta keep letting Brandstrom marinate at 24 in the AHL, like or Lassie Thompson <laughs> it's not at 23. Out of the question. It's not. I know. Out of the question. Just, I, I, especially when he's up as a free agent, it's not like oh, you know, we didn't want to buy him out now while we let the guys develop, but re-signing him when everyone is NHL ready or past NHL ready is a whole other story. <laughs> it's really crazy, just the. Like maybe not the in, not the quality, but just the quantity of right-handed defenseman prospects we have. Like as Josh Matt said, we have JBD, we have mm-hmm. Thompson, we also have Gannett. Uh, ben still Roger. Young. Yeah, Zub is still young. Brandstrom can play right. We won't get into that. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, ben Roger, does he shoot right? Well, he gets down and barks like a dog. Yes, yeah. of course. Um, friend of the show, Chandler Romeo, does he shoot right? I think he does. Right? We should know that. That's a bad oh, I, I can, I can. Bush League. Yeah. Uh, ben Rogers is, is a righty. Uh, Romeo's a left. Podcast. Left shots. Sorry, Jan. Ben Roger is a righty. Okay. I was trying to remember the Instagram picture. And I was like, which way is he facing? Is, is he, does he shoot right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh, yeah. I don't think I'd be, like, if we look, this is completely off topic, so I'm just going to take a couple seconds. But, like, if we look forward to the draft coming up, I wouldn't be upset if they just yeah. swung on high upside forwards. Like, don't don't go for D or goalies. Like, 
go for some high upside forwards in the later rounds and see if one hits and then you can well, like how, round how much out. We, how often have we been saying? Oh, no, no, no. So. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I just like, I'm saying in terms of who you're drafting, like I don't need, if I'm like working on the rebuild, the rebuild that is over, um, <laughs> I don't need any more defensemen when you look nope. at no. the depth chart we've, of prospects. We've been but, saying that for like probably two straight drafts. Like, well, we yeah. said that before Sanderson. If they draft right? a defense, we like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if they draft, they don't need defense. If they draft an defense, it's a waste of a pick. Then they drafted. They drafted so many defense. Like, yeah. it's it's just crazy. And I guess it's like insurance in a way. Like, yeah, not maybe you know not all of them are gonna work out and whatever. But like, good lord, like spread it out, man. Unreal. I'm just scared because of the just the vast amount of right shot defensemen available in the 2022 draft, like kind of high. I, I'm just, they picked all their that, right D already. I, but it, it, dude, front offices love the right shot defense. You're right. Yeah. Way too much. We'll, uh, we'll definitely have to do a prospect update episode yeah, soon. Like, in a, I sure. guess sort of, a, even though we're so early in the season, like a, what's if going on in the 2022 draft. Yeah. If there's a break. Um, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Or we could do yeah. Christmas. New Christmas. Yeah, like bring it in with the like a world junior primer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. See where, yeah. <laughs> God, Josh Stay will get to Josh will get to gush about uh Joachim Kamel. That's another time. We'll save it for another Recently time. Recently injured. Okay, wait. Before uh, we move on, I don't on. know which side of the coin I'm on, but keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, but okay. So just bef- before we move on, and I I have not done like nearly like basically any um scouting work yet for for the upcoming draft but josh do you have any clue on what a possible sense pick would be like around 10 who's the most comparable dialer boucher player josh? <laughs> um let me see comparable because... tyler boucher player that's a whole other story well yeah. that's probably who they'll pick at 10 though i think it's the same no nah, just go like similar sense pick because i honestly wouldn't mind slavkovsky because he's a big winger which they might like but do you have yeah, anyone in mind that um, might be low on the on the public consensus, but you know would scream sense? Here's what I'm trying to think. So, what position do they not need anyone else at? Goalie. And then you got to go work from there. <laughs> so, okay, so they're gonna take a goalie. So yeah, I have an off number ten. <laughs> no, but I think if you are drafting by need, then it's probably right wing, yeah. right wing or center. Yep. Like left wing D and goalie are set. Like you're good, and set in the sense of like. There's other weaknesses that you should address yeah. first. Like, um, yeah, I haven't done nearly enough work to get into the guys that they shouldn't draft. I could tell you a few guys I'd be ecstatic if they did draft, but I haven't watched enough to tell you who I'd be upset if they drafted. We'll save it for a later <laughs> episode. A whole, yeah, we'll a whole other story. Yeah. Let's. So, I feel like we have exhausted our our tenseness about the defense. For now, yeah, but yeah, it got us to thinking about the draft. How yeah, I exactly. were pick. Exactly. <laughs> a good train of thought, in my opinion. I'd like to talk about Tim for a sec. Me too. Tim does not have a goal this year, but it has not been for lack of effort. Because, oh God. Yeah. good God, should he have a few goals by now? My goodness, he had a play at the end of the game tonight, the Minnesota game, breakaway. Or like a pretty much breakaway. Yeah. To Busting win the game. down the right side. Beats his defender, cuts in, whole net. You could not ask for more net if you tried. And he like fanned on it or something. 
I, I think it was Talbot's poke that kind of handcuffed yeah, him. Yeah, kind of slid a little. Slid I up was like, stick a little. kidding me? What a... Oh, God, he could have had a few tonight. What's it, What's his expected goals at for the year right now? Um, He's had a couple stinker games the last two games, but he was, before the yeah. Chicago game, he was he had the best on the sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. including he was like low 60s, right? Uh, uh, yeah, he was like 58, 57. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like I said, like he's had a couple games under 50%, so that's definitely down, but the whole team also had a couple games. So we go now, um, Shabbat and Zub are one and two, and then it's Batherson, 54. Uh, Stutzel's down to 52 now after a couple bad games, like expected goals. Bust. <laughs> Bustle. I think, I think, you know what? I was, I was like yesterday, I was like, yeah, the game's 5 1, but you know what? Like maybe Stutzel gets a goal and that gets his, like, the monkey off his back. But you know what happened? They put him with Logan Shaw and Dylan Gambrell. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Were, were they both in the lineup last night? Yeah. Yes. yeah I thought Gambrell were. was yeah. okay. I really Gambrell was. Were... Yeah, yeah, Gambrell was fine. But it was just like, was why Sanford. are you benching yeah. Stutzla over one misplay in a game that you've already lost? Like, I don't think that you're proving a point by doing that. Like, if anything... He started the second power play unit at one point. It was like four minutes left. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, we, the Sens lost the game, but what if Stutzel scores and that, like, gets that monkey off his back, like I was saying, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, he's got the confidence and he sort of starts breaking out. Like, why are you taking away – why are you putting out these these five players? I mean, Zuba's out there, but the other four players that probably aren't going to score on the power play anyways over your first unit. But I don't he- know. Tonight was kind of funny, too, for him, because at the beginning of the game, I was watching the broadcast, like, face-off just dropped to start. And the commentator, the TSN commentator, was like, yeah, it seems like Stutzel's going to start on the on the third line tonight. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? He, was, he took a couple shifts with Tierney and Ennis to start the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they moved, who did they move up? It was... Uh, to, Formanton. To the, Formanton. Yeah, Formanton. Yeah, to the Brown and, and, and Paul line. I'm like, okay, Formanton's been good. But what is that like? What are you really doing? He was also he's okay in... against Chicago, I think. Yeah, like he was, he's good in his role, Formanton. Yeah, like demoting Tim six Stutzel, guy, yeah. Demoting Tim Stutzel is not going to help him at all. He's I would already say he's playing... been their second best forward this year. Yeah, behind he's Batherson. already playing with with uh, with like ineffective enough offensive players as is. As much as I love Connor Brown and Nick Paul, I do. They can't Independent really role. score, even though Nick Paul. Yeah. You know, he's got a yeah. got a couple goals. He was buzzing on the power. That whole power play unit was absolutely just popping off today. I yeah, mean, they couldn't. Real. Yeah, I mean, they did score once. Playing the point but... a bit. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, point, was he was even switching sides. They were moving too. everyone around. Yeah, like they had him on his. But but that's a good power play. Put, yeah, and they put Norris in the bumper, which yep. I don't think he should. Like he he has the best one timer on the team. No, but it was like a moving but around thing. Regardless, it was like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. No, their their power play looked outstanding tonight. I just. Like why don't I, I think if I'm trying to find another thing to get upset about, I mean I might just be making things up now. I feel like the first power play unit should just stay on the whole two minutes. Yeah, like, oh, I, agree. I totally agree. Are they really agree. that tired? Like they're standing still for most of it, especially well, when they actually, have actually they're that moving around sustained... a good amount, though. They yeah, but not like they're not rushing, right? It's not end to end action. No. no right? Like no, you're pretty stationary. And I just think that one is so much better than the second unit. The second unit's brutal. I, it is I feel brutal. bad for like, Zubin. What is the second unit? Well, no, it wasn't even Zubin. It was Del Zotto. It was Brown. It was being it, yeah, right? today it was Del Zotto. So Brown, Paul, Ennis, Tierney. and Sanford. Sanford. 
Sanford, yeah, Sanford. Not Tierney right. is not even. Oh on no, 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 no. Paul wasn't Nick, on. Nick Paul. Oh, no, yeah, it's yeah. not Paul. It's right. Brown, Paul, Brown, sorry, Brown, Tierney, Sanford, and then Zoops and then defense. That yeah. is like a laughable QP two. It's funny because Ennis was literally so good on the first unit while Brady was gone, and then he gets devoted <laughs> to this, and he has nothing to work with. Yeah, <laughs> at really. all. He's the facilitator. I mean, if, if White. White and Pinto are there. It adds a bit to it. Yeah, like sure. Pinto on one of the half walls would help. That's going to be um, very Brandstrom on the back. point, who is a terrific power play quarterback. <laughs> like that would yeah. be outstanding for the second unit. Can we? So let's let's. I this might be looking a bit in the future, but let's say White. Let's say miraculously for the next game, White is back <laughs> and Pinto is back. Who are you taking out of the lineup that was in? Like Shaw, Shaw, and then, and then who else? Watson. They're not taking out Watson. No chance. No, you're asking me who I'm taking out. Okay, I'm saying who are they most likely to take? So, out. That's, so do that's you think? Bad... Are you are you suggesting that one of those two guys wouldn't be in the lineup? They like scratch someone else. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm, Stanford. I'm... Or no, no. Do you really they were de- think... they were debating scratching Ennis, right? Yeah, like Which like when the they come shit. back, when White and Pinto come back, I obviously Gambrell's probably not going to play. No. Who's like it's Shaw and who? That's a tough that's a tough call. Sanford or Ennis, I think, for them. For me it's Watson, like Josh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If it was me, it's probably Watson. But it's probably not gonna be Watson, knowing the sense. So trade Chris Tierney? I would be okay with this. Sell high, man. You can get a first for Chris Tierney if you sold right about at now, this probably. point. At this point, just play thirteen five. We don't need any more defense in the line. <laughs> you know what? It's a very has yeah. anyone ever done that thirteen five? I'm I don't sure. Know. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened. I mean, before. um, what's his name? Um, Jacob McDonald, um, for the the, the Avs, Avs is playing defense, forward. Yeah. So I think yeah. they technically have well, who a, like, did um defense and playing forward? Who was it on Florida that? Was usually the who played for Yandel. Pissick. Oh, Pissick. Yeah, who got a hat trick against the Leafs? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Pissick. Oh my god. I think he plays for Buffalo now. Yeah. God, that was. I don't yeah, know. No. I I think that. No, I, I don't actually think they should do that. Like I don't. No. Think <laughs> I, I think I'm surprised that they sent Parker Kelly down. He was true. Yeah, me too. Well, Parker Kelly, in my opinion, makes Austin Watson a bit obsolete as a as a tool. Yeah. And we can't yeah. have that here. We no, have Austin. Like we Austin, have... Austin Watson seems like a great guy. Like he's a nice guy. He's like, like he the role that he plays can be effective. I will say this. He he block like he he will block anything. And on the penalty kill, that's really good. But like they already have some good penalty killers. Like if you need four yeah. forward, Brown, Paul, Foreman, and Pinto. Like you don't need more than that. Exactly. Mm. And like, you know, he he is a kind of a liability on the ice in the sense that the reason that he's blocking so many shots five on five is because he's getting caved in the zone most of the time. So if you can run an effective fourth line of like Kelly, Sanford, and 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 Tierney when everyone's healthy, that's okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's better yeah. than I agree. Yeah, but that's you gotta think so you have Kachuk Norris, Batherson, Stutzel, and then Pinto Brown. So yeah. that pushes Paul down. And then if you say everyone healthy, that includes White's healthy. So yeah, so he'll so then make the White. third line. So that also means Formanton gets pushed down to the fourth line. Well no, you can there, play you can play Formanton. Well no, you'd have Paul, White, and, and Formanton. Um, okay, so Ennis is on the fourth line. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So then, then it's then, Ennis, Tierney. I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? Like, yes, it is. A couple, a couple extra NHL-level guys. The Sens have never had... The Sens have not had this... The Sens have not had this problem in years. Yeah. Like... I mean, even in 2017, some of the guys that they were dressing probably were not... Yeah. Like, when they made the playoffs, like... Like, Chris putting Kelly in Alex playing. Burroughs. Yes, exactly. No, no offense, Tom Pyatt. Oh, we, okay, Josh. Low blow. Come on. <laughs> I saw somebody comparing <laughs> Gambrell yeah. to Tom Pyatt, and I was like, oh, Adam's not going to like that. Who did that? What? Really? <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but they don't were talking about Don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we won't hey, man, hear from listen, him again. If, 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 that's, a high, that's a high praise for Gambrell. <laughs> They're comparing him you to know Tom what? Pyatt. Another guy, another forward that I want to touch on, because I watched some Belleville Sens action. Um, we talked about him making almost team to start the year. Igor Sokolov. Mm-hmm. His skating has taken such uh, I hate this pun, but he has taken such massive strides like yeah. since he got drafted. He, <laughs> and it wasn't uh, I don't know what else what else to use. But anyways, I was watching him and he he's genuinely like he's not fast, but he's gonna be able to keep up now in the NHL, which is so important. Mm-hmm. Um he's he's never gonna be like he's never gonna blow by guys. I mean he'll he'll get by guys because he's he has such a big frame and now he can skate. But I was very yeah. impressed by the way he played. And I mean, he got a four point game the other night. So oh, that, like, mm-hmm. he, he literally threw the monkey off his back. Like, I was watching. Yeah, the, I saw his that. First That's goal. true. Um, like, he'll play. Yeah, eventually. he's look great. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, they love him. Require, yeah. he's like, essentially like, already got a fuck. Like, he's got a place pretty much, like, already. Yes. On the roster. Yeah, but it's also like, you got to think of all the guys on one year deals in the bottom six right now, right? Like, a lot of those are going to expire and they're, they're not bringing Ennis back. Not because he doesn't deserve it. He's been great, but just, they're just going to no have room. so many yeah, prospects coming up. Like Tierney, you, you, Tierney will go. Yeah, yeah Ridley Greg could on a one year? next year, right? Yeah, next um, year the I'm bottom sure. six is just going to be Greg, Kelly, Sokolov, Crookshank, Yarvent. It just Crookshank. Okay, Crookshank. hold your horses. Oh, oh. Clark <laughs> okay, Clark Yarventi, Yarventi, um has the best. I was looking on Instat hockey, the advanced stats there. Uh, Yarventi has the best Corsi on the team on Belleville. He's one of the only players above fifty percent. Has he like been 57%. injured for a bit though recently? Yeah, yeah, but the first couple of games, which is especially when they were struggling, and yet Yarventi was doing outstanding at five on five. Sure. So that's interesting too. A lot of guys who aren't going to jump into top six roles, but could fill out bottom six spots. That requires parting ways with some veterans. So I wonder how they're going to approach that. Also, I'm I'm just looking. Just back to the game that just happened real quick. I'm looking at the expected goals breakdown. Ottawa's expected goals for this game against Minnesota was 2.6, and Minnesota was 4.4. And yep. they got a and point. And Austin Watson only played 10 minutes and was on for one of, like, an entire expected goal against. So I'm yep. looking at 20% expected goals tonight. These, Parker yeah, Kelly, this, by the way, has 65% on the season. The Ottawa <sighs> leader in expected goals for this game was, was Josh Norris at 0.68. Individual? Is, yeah. Did nobody tweet out like the post game interviews from like the players and DJ? Yeah. Usually, um, usually DJ said he, he liked he liked Delzato's competitiveness. Oh yeah. my god. And he said he got a lot of pucks on net. Uh, <laughs> he got two assists. Which, admittedly, he got, two assists. he got the puck on net because he yeah. was just two. throwing it. Yeah, he got two yeah. assists. One Tierney on the and Norris Wolf. goal and one. Oh. Yeah, the Tierney goal. Ugh. That's gonna that. What is he? That's probably what he's. Like and it, the, it, the Del Zotto assist was a shot that hit off of Kachuk's knee and then went back across the ice to Norris, who shot it in. Pucks on net, man. And Come then on. there was the tyranny where literally just went off Tierney's shoulder. 
shrugged it, yeah. shrugged it off, as they say. Mm. I love how this Adam hating puns thing is becoming a full-on arc. Well, it's not much of an arc. It'll never come down. Um, all right, I think that's about all that we that's about all that we need to get off our chest here after that. There will be more. It's the Sens. This is a young season. They're like a tenth of the way there. There will be much more. Um, we'll see what what happens, man. They they play Vegas at home. They just got trounced. I don't even know if that's a word, but they got destroyed by Toronto. They're missing a lot of guys. Yeah. Go, is, go um, sad, they just man. announced, gonna do they just announced William Carlson's out four to six yeah. weeks yeah, on that. top of their mm-hmm. top two wingers. Is Chandler Stevenson playing right now? I, I think, think so. Is. Was yeah. he also okay. injured at some point? I'm well, not sure. Stone and Pacioretty, are they injured still? Yes. That yeah, that's, oh, those so, are the top two wingers yeah, right, that are out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. their whole top line, like if you, if Stevenson had to move down. So here are their lines right now. Who's Stevenson um, playing with? Yeah. Marcia So, Howden, Smith. Brett Howden is their one first line center right now. Jeez. William Carrier, Chandler Stevenson, Peyton Krebs, Evgeny Dadanov, Nick Raw, and Keegan Kolasar, and then Mike Amadio, sends legend. Yeah. Jake oh, Lestitian yeah. and Jonas Ronjerg. I don't know what how to say that. Oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Does Dadanov slash Amadio get tribute videos on Thursday? No chance. Dadanov, no. I would say yes. Like you think Dadanov gets like a, a quick one? Video. A quick he, one. He did choose to come here as a free agent. That that I could see, but I don't think it's happening. I don't think he will get a tribute video. I think what they'll do is they'll they'll show like Put a the pic, like they'll they'll like in a commercial break they'll be like, "Welcome back, Evgeny Dadanov." Yeah, and I, I also that, yeah. Mike Amadio. Because they'll have I think to. I think they should make a video just for Amadio. <laughs> that would be funny. Of his one assist, off a yeah. draw. <laughs> okay, we wasn't gone, even an assist. It was by not the even way. an assist. We've we have to stop talking about Mike Amadio and Evgeny Dadanov, and we have to go to bed. It's oh late. my god, I'm so tired. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Tell all your friends, share it, uh, and we will see you guys next week. Go sends go. Have a good one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>